ever gone on vacation and it got so busy and you loved it, but you came back exhausted? Well, recently I had the opposite of experience. <laughs> yes, I was busy and I enjoyed my vacation and getting ready for it. But when I got to the vacation, I crashed. And by crashed, I mean I got there and uh, realized that I was so exhausted that my normal idea of going on vacation was out the window. I needed to rest. I love camping. I always, I have since I was a little kid. And this year I had a goal of getting out and going camping twice. I didn't make it out last year and the year before that only once. And I can tell a difference. I love being immersed in nature. And I have found a, a, a place called Hip Camp and I'll link to it in the show notes that allows you to tap into all these private campgrounds so that you're not in a crowded, busy, sitting on top of your neighbor um, state campground or U.S. Forest Service type of campground. These are gorgeous properties that people are allowing you to come out and camp on their property. For these camping trips, I had three or four criteria that I was looking for. One was I wanted it to be under a two-hour drive away. didn't want to spend a long time in the car with the dogs. I wanted to be able to be in a gorgeous location, preferably more of a forest. And I wanted to be able to have campfires, which was a challenge this time of year in the Northwest during fire season. And I wanted to be, if possible, near water. The first location, I was able to hit all four. It was an hour and a half away, gorgeous location. And I was able to have a small campfire, had to keep it under a certain size, which was fine. And it was right above a gorgeous creek, literally within about 20 feet from my campsite. The second location was 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes away. It was stunning location. This is my second time to this particular campsite. And I was able to have a campfire. And the water wasn't right there, but it was right near the ocean. And it was like a 10-minute drive from my campsite. So I was doing pretty good. Both places, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do. Normally, when I go camping, I want to go hiking. I want to go explore. I love taking the dogs out and and finding new places. But kind of had a suspicion on camping trip number one that when I got there, I was gonna to be too tired to do much of anything. And I was right. I got there and it was the slowest, most restful vacation I've had in a very long time. Again, it was in a beautiful spot and I was right there above the creek and it had a wasn't too hot. If it got hot, I went down towards the creek, things cooled off. The dogs were actually resting a lot and it was just what I needed. And it reminded me that too many times, one, we try to make resting and vacation too complicated. Two, a lot of times we're so used to a specific routine that as we get older, as our businesses change, as we try to balance life and business and health and aging parents or family caregiving on a different level, that as women over 50, we don't accommodate that. We don't think through what do we need now? What is our needs for rest now versus, it was, versus what it what may have been a year or two or three ago, three years ago? So this is what I want to talk about today is this is the start of a new series and I, it'll, I'll be introducing new topics from time to time. But this first one is about take a break kits. And this became a key component of my vacation, of my camping trips, because it had to be different. So I needed to find other ways to rest and explore in different ways. So today we'll be talking about simplifying self-care for busy entrepreneurs. 
in this first episode in the series about creating your own take a break kit. Hello there, and welcome to the Sila Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertsen, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really loved to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I loved to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. One of the things I want us to keep in mind is when we're talking about rest, and this is deep intentional rest, is that a lot of times we we are so busy. We have, I mean, I know for me, this has been a challenging health year. I've, it's been a challenging year with my mother as her Alzheimer's progresses. My business has changed. It's adjusted. I've added this podcast. I've added new services. And when all of that is taking place, it's easy to get lost in the day-to-day of trying to get it all done. And we forget our need for rest. No matter how much I talk about it here on the podcast, I've talked about in my Grateful Friday newsletter and on my blog, I forget how to rest because I get so caught up into the day-to-day. And there, we all have our own symptoms and signals that it's time that we need a break. And so just to list a few few here is that I want us to understand that when we don't take a break and we don't plan intentional rest, we don't plan for rest, there are some accumulative effects of stress and our life of toxic hustle if we're not addressing it properly. You may hear these items on this list and go, oh yeah, I get that one, I see it. Or you may go, you know what, I didn't consider that. But these are all the effects of stress and toxic hustle that accumulate over time when we don't deal with it. Things like mental and emotional distress. High stress can lead to weight gain and higher blood pressure. We feel like we're living on the edge of burnout in life and in our business. And sometimes we we say, I'm so burned out. And a lot of times it's that we're on the edge of burnout. Our bodies and our brains are screaming out for us to pay attention. There is decision fatigue. We're so busy making decisions about our health, our family, our business, that it just becomes too much. Depression can increase. Chronic pain. I know my chronic pain increases. when It's one of my signals that, that my pain is increasing, that it's time to rest, and, I, and I'm going to get worse if I don't slow down. Autoimmune issues develop or worsen. Some of us have panic attacks. I know this year I've been closer to having a full-blown panic attack than I ever have before. Also increased anxiety, exhaustion. And I think that's a big enough list that kind of feels heavy already, but there's so many different things. I know for me, just to add a couple more, just in my own example, is that I have strange pain issues that are associated with my fibromyalgia. I can tell when certain spots in my body are starting to hurt. That's one of my signals. My tinnitus gets uh, louder, and that's a big one. Sometimes I have heart palpitations. All of these are signs that I am not dealing with my stress appropriately and I'm not getting enough rest. 
your list is going to be different. And I think it would be good for you to take some time and start identifying, keeping a journal or notepad somewhere where you can say, you know what, this is a sign. This is a signal that I need to pay attention to because this is my body or my brain telling me that it's time to rest. As we dive into this new series of simplifying self-care, I also want to share with you four reasons we need to practice rest. Now, some of this is going to be from a faith-based perspective in that as A believer and a follower of Jesus, I do believe that he is the ultimate example of how to rest and that he calls us to rest and we're actually commanded to rest. So one, I believe that rest is an act of obedience and humility. The 10th commandment is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And he also calls us to rest. Jesus calls us to rest in Matthew 11, 28, where he says, come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. I also think that it Practicing rest and taking time to rest is an act of trust that we can release our tight control and release the toxic hustle, release stress. And in Psalm 127.2, it says, It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. And I also think it's an act of stewardship. Resting is stewarding our resources, our energy resources, our mental resources, our decision-making resources, our entrepreneurial resources. We are designed to need sleep of seven to nine hours. Some of us can get away with a little bit less. A lot of us need a lot more. We have our natural energy and rest cycles, you know, day and night, winter and summer, high and low cortisols. And if we're not paying attention to those and we're fighting against them, that is actually adding stress and instead of stewarding the resources we have. Also, rest is when we heal. That rest when we have getting enough sleep when we're taking time for intentional rest, that's when physical and mental healing happens. In Ephesians 2.10, we are called his workmanship and being a, so we need to be a steward of his workmanship. And also number four is that rest, real rest is reviving and restoring. And who doesn't want that? Sleep needs, does need to be a part of our rest plan, but it is only one part. Exercise can relax our bodies, release tension, clear our thinking. I call it These are restivities, restful activities that revive and restore. You know, going out to dinner with your favorite people, it can nurture and heal and encourage. You can laugh. You can be yourself. And then also breaking away from deep, intense work to do something fun, something creative and light can give you a new perspective. And I can tell you that the two camping trips I took this summer, I came back feeling changed because I had deep, intentional rest away from the deep intentional work I do and also the caregiving I do day to day. But far too often, we make resting complicated and a big deal. And you can listen back to uh, episode number three, I believe it is, about mini retreats. I'll link to it in in the show notes here. And often what we need to practice rest is 10 to 15 minutes tucked away in here and there, and that can make a difference. Sometimes we do need a retreat or we need a mini retreat that gives us a different level of rest. But I know that learning to rest is a practice and it is something in a 10 to 15 minute chunk of time you can start today. So again, I'd like to introduce you to the idea of assembling your take a break kit. And this is just a a simple tool that becomes a portable activity bag, for lack of a better word, that you can take with you anywhere. I took it with me camping this summer. And it became my way of resting and giving myself something to do 
without being extremely strenuous and causing more stress. I'd like to tell you a little story though. Years ago, I had, it really was a fun side hustle. I had a soap and lotion business. I made soaps and lotions and a bunch of fun bath and body pro- products. And if, you, if I, I can call it a side hustle and I can call it a, a side business, but ac- more accurately, it was an expensive hobby. It was a lot of fun. And there's a lot of things I loved about this side hustle, things that I still enjoy in my business today. I love research and development. I loved finding different recipes and formulations and creating my own. And I love the research and exploring and finding raw materials and packing supplies that I needed and finding ways to package it so that it was um, presentable and enticing to my, to my customers. I learned about essential oils and fragrances and how to scent my products. And I was able to just dive in and tweak the formulas until I got just the right blend ingredients for a great bar of soap or a bottle of lotion. And again, the community I found online and offline through that was amazing. Each craft show was an opportunity to meet new and interesting people from all walks of life. I had some great conversations. It was fun to talk through the purchase with a customer and figure out what would work for them or for the person they were buying a gift for. And when I look back on that experience now, I think it was one of the first steps in my journey of understanding stress and the impact of stress on the lives of busy women. These bars of soaps and these bottles of lotion provided a small yet practical way to stop, be present, and enjoy a special treat. And so this is how the Take a Break Kit idea actually came to be. One of the show organizers that I participated with in a, in a uh, was called a boutique style show where I would drop off my product, set up my display, and they would handle all the selling. One of my favorite kinds of shows. And one year, that the organizer of that particular event asked me to create some sort of stocking stuffer or add-on gift, depending on the season that we were in, something they could leave at the cash register and that people could just kind of grab and take as they um, were checking out. And this is where the original Take a Break kit was born. It was a cute little bundle, and it was just a like in a little cellophane bag, and it had a little tag on it, a little bow, and it was filled with a tea light, a couple of bath beads, and some yummy individual chocolate chocolate pieces wrapped. Uh, and then I put on a, a a recipe card, and I had a little sign on it, it said "out of order," that so they could put it on the door. And the recipe card said, "Take 15 minutes, add one ha- hot bath." two bath beads, light one candle, and eat some chocolate. It's time to take a break. And that year, that little take a break package became one of my best sellers. And I I really wish now that I had a picture of it. I eventually I did find my little out of order stamp, thankfully. And it became a not only a great seller, but when I took it to other shows where I was dealing with the the customers one-on-one, it became a really cool conversation starter. And some of my favorite conversations, honestly, as a kind of as a side note here, where the little kids would come to my table with their crumpled up dollars in hand to buy their mom a gift because they knew this is something that they could afford and it was a simple something that they could give their mom. The popularity of that product, I will tell you, at first took me by surprise. More than once, I ended up scrambling late at night trying to find the, all the ingredients for, my re- for these little take-a-break kits to make sure that I had enough for the next show. But it really shouldn't have surprised me how well that little kit did. The kit made taking a break simple and doable. 
It was a little package that was fun, full of out of out of the box ideas and presented in a way that it captured attention and made taking a break doable. This experience taught me that self-care, we need to keep it simple and easy in order for us to do it. Too often again we make it too grand and too complicated and we or we consider it getting, you know, 10, 12 hours of sleep and that's that's only that's only part of the picture when it comes to taking a break. That take a break kit definitely has evolved since my craft show days and it's something that I have built into my own routine and put it into a bag that I can take with me into the car. I can drag it over to my rocking chair. I can take it outside to the yard if I want to just go sit outside with the dogs. And I definitely took it with me on my camping trips this season. So what does a take a break kit look like today? It's a collection of enjoyable and relaxing crafts, projects, reading materials, journaling materials, or quick short projects that you can work on in you know, as little as 10 to 20 minute chunks of time. These are simple grab and go activities that do not need intense concentration or require you to pull out all of your crafting materials and all your washi tapes and all your pens unless you want to in order to do them. It definitely needs to be in a portable container and preferably these need to be analog. These are activities that should be done off screen and offline. So what do you, what should you include in your take a break kit? For me, I actually have two take a break kits. I have a knitting project in one of them. It is a simple lap blanket that has taken me about five years to do because just when I need to, or I, I have a need to just a simple activity, I pull it out and knit a few rows. Someday I will get it done, but it could be a knitting project, a crochet project, cross stitch, embroidery, Anything that you can pick up and put down easily so that once you start it, you don't feel like you're being sucked into it and dedicating a, a huge amount of time to it. I also like to include coloring books and colored pens or pencils, activity books like word search, crossword, trivia books, Sudoku. I also have created what I call a letter writing kit, and it's just a pouch that has a couple cards in it, some stamps, and an address address label for me to make it really easy to if somebody comes to mind I can pull out my letter writing kit and I can send somebody a note to let them know I'm thinking about them. I also like to include some sort of paper or journal and my a really nice writing pen because there are times when I just need to sit down and start writing. It could also be a short book with easy to read chapters or again something that you can pick up and put down easily and not worry about it. I have usually a couple magazines in there so that if I'm behind on my reading, I can just pull out the magazine. It could have a deck of cards if you just want to sit and play some solitaire. And it could be a sketchbook for doodling, painting. I honestly, I haven't sketched in years. And this summer, I started sketching again. I started doodling again. And that was an amazing way for me to take a break. And again, it was something I could just do in a few minutes. Now, this is just a very short list. And these are just ideas to get started. But after I gave this presentation, this idea in a group, I was asked, I am really busy and I'm feeling extra stressed. And your list sounds great for other people, but this is not for me. And actually, some of those ideas kind of stress me out. I suggested that she ask some questions. These were things that I wanted her to ask herself of how to customize this take a break kit for her. What would work for her today? And so here's some of the questions I asked her. What hobbies do you enjoy? What things that you wish that you could do, but you never seem to find time for? Or when you sit down and you think, man, I am just so busy. And if I had a few minutes, I would love to. 
and then make a list of what are the three things that come to mind. Do you subscribe to any magazines? Are there any that you wish you could subscribe to? And maybe it's time to subscribe to those and give yourself the gift of a few minutes of sitting down and reading a couple articles. Maybe you like to read an ebook rather than a physical book because it's easier for you to start and stop and you have it in multiple devices. This would be the only exception I would have to the analog offline is if you are reading a book and it's on a, like on a Kindle or your phone, make it easy. Taking a tea break is something you can do. You can brew a cup of tea and take it with you. You can buy it at your favorite coffee shop and take it with you. Are there people in your life that you are grateful for? When was the last time you told them? Maybe you just need a postcard. You know, I'm just so grateful that you are in my life or thank you for helping me with this. Do you have a gratitude practice? Is it time to start one? Do you just need to give yourself a brain dump moment? And we've talked about this a few times on the podcast already. Maybe what your brain is asking for is just a way to get everything out of your brain so that you are not trying to remember everything. From all of this, I want you to take away from this is that we need to keep it simple and easy and we don't want to overthink it. My take a break kit has evolved over the years and during, based on the season, what's included in that kit, it often changes. And it could be just a couple things. Keep it super simple, but keep it portable, keep it doable, keep it easy because when you are Keeping it doable and easy, again, you're more likely to do it. The more complicated you make your break opportunities, you're not going to do it. Or you're going to say, I don't have the time. But if you know that you have access to a quick list of things or a bag of doable things, you're more likely to take a break and go take advantage of that time. So I hope that you will take these suggestions and these questions and create your own take a break kit. So that when you have a 15-minute block of time or when you're feeling extra frazzled or when some of your symptoms are flaring up, you have a resource immediately at hand that you can go take to your rocking chair. You can go take to the couch. You can put it in the car with you and go sit at the park. You can go sit at the beach. Or maybe you go camping like I did and you just need a way to enjoy the moment in front of the campfire. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you what you come up with and what you've included in your take a break kit. And you can do that and let me know at selastudios.co forward slash contact, or you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to know what's in your take a break kit and how you're using it. So I want you to remember, keep it simple, keep it easy, and it's okay to start small. Small kit, a small block of time, and as you need, if you need it, Grow that block of time and grow your take a break kit. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.